right, and welcome back to Murky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. Today we're going to be going over the important lessons that I have learned through the process of strength training. I talk about a lot on how it's changed my life for the better, how it's helped me overcome obstacles in life, and kind of how strength training translates both in and out of the gym. But I don't think I've done a good enough job on explaining why that's the case. I think I mentioned that it does, but I don't go into detail on kind of what I learned from strength training and how it's more than just learning how to lift heavy. So that's what this episode is really about. We're going to be kind of going over the important lessons. There's five key ones that we're going to be going over. And not only what I learned in the gym, but how those skills also translated into outside the gym. And the first one that we're going to be talking about here is that you need to make your goals in your life important. And I want to translate this as well, is that tra strength training has really changed who I am as a person for the better. I don't know where I would be today without strength training, and it's probably been the best intervention for myself, including you know other kinds of things that I've tried for my confidence and self-esteem, mental health, but this has really been the best thing for me. Now, the first one we're talking about is the goals that you make in your life are important. I think when you go to the gym, you there's a lot of different things that you can focus on. Um, you can focus on getting stronger, which is the one I recommend. Um, you can focus on weight loss or rehab, or maybe you just want to feel good, or you want to just feel more comfortable in your body. There's a lot of different avenues you can take with training in the gym, but you need to pick the one that actually matters to you the most. I could have, I have done training in the past that was a bunch of different things. I tried um, weight gain originally. I tried building muscle for the purpose of like looking a certain way. And those didn't resonate with me. And because of that, I wasn't very good at them. And my training was pretty bad in according to that. And it was only when I found the right goal for myself which was going for strength that I really see results and really enjoy the process and started to get these other benefits. And that I find really exists in life too, is that the goals that you choose in life, they, they need to be for you, I think is also important that no one else can choose your, your goals for you. Um, because if you do, then you're kind of just fulfilling someone else's prophecy and it's not going to be a good time. And that's what we're really focused on here is that your goals are important in the gym and they're important outside the gym that you need to choose something in your life that is important to you because um, life is long and you need to be able to make sure that you're committed to whatever process you decide to choose to and you need to choose something that motivates you because and you see this when people choose routes that don't motivate them that's a very long um, strenuous route they're not very good at it mostly because they don't like it and it's hard to stay motivated for a long period of time and this is the same in the gym um, if I went kind of the weight loss Sasha like aesthetics route I don't think I would have committed to the gym for a long period of time and I don't think if I chose this entrepreneurial route that whatever job I'd be doing right now um, you know the quote-unquote real jobs I don't think I'd be very good at because I don't think I would have enjoyed them and that's an important skill I think I, it was good for me to learn in the gym before I took it too far in real life and just did jobs that I thought I was supposed to do but didn't like and didn't go the route that I am now. And now I have a very happy job where I make women um, strong and confident and very fulfilling and 
yeah, like like that that lesson just really changed, you know, kind of the direction of my life. And I've seen it do for other people too. It's a super underrated aspect of it, but the goals that you choose both in and out of the gym uh, drastically change your life and they can change your life for the better. The second one as well is that, okay, so we, we hear we hear all the time hard work pays off. I want to kind of change this a little bit because I think it's I think it's important. Hard strategic work pays off and I'll kind of explain what I mean by that. You can work hard in a lot of different things and a lot of different routes, but what you work hard in matters probably more. The route that you go, what you decide to focus on is probably equally as important as how hard you work. Uh, the truth is, is that like not all work is equal in yourself. Maybe like from like a philosophical, ethical standpoint, all work is equal, but definitely not from like the work that you can choose for your life. Um, running a business for myself, it's a lot of hard work, and but it's very fulfilling for myself as opposed to like um, when I worked at a, a restaurant, I was working as a like a busboy essentially. I think they gave me a fancier title, but that's essentially what it was. And I honestly was probably working just as hard then as I was working now, but the hard strategic work uh, focusing on a business is much better than focusing on, you know, clearing tables for people and things like that. And also kind of what I further mean by that is that hard work is important for sure, but how you get to your goal has to be strategic in its nature, if only so you're not just wasting time. Um, I see a lot of people, they don't have a program, their form's not great, they're not working on some basic steps on how to get stronger, and they're doing a lot of hard work, but it's not strategic, or it's not strategic enough, and it's just a lot of effort for not a lot of results, and we don't want that, and we don't want that in life either. Like, if we're going to work hard in real life, um, we want it to be worth it, right? And I think, you know, you kind of see both in and out of the gym is there was a time when I was training and it was a lot of hard work. Um, I was training six, seven days a week, but I wasn't seeing results. I wasn't getting stronger. And it's because my work wasn't strategic. And for that, it was only when it became strategic. I hired a coach. He put me on like a four-day-a-week plan and I started seeing the real results with less work. So that was a very valuable life lesson on like how hard you work Hard work in itself is not enough, that you need a strategy or a process behind how hard you work and the work that you do, which work you choose matters. Even for myself, like if I'm going for a deadlift and I'm trying to improve my deadlift or improve one of my client's deadlifts, there's lots of different deadlift variations I can choose or accessory exercises, but there really are some that are better for me than others that will give me a better result as opposed to just randomly choosing a deadlift variation. And this is true for my clients too. Um, a lot of them want to get better at pull-ups and deadlifts and squats and they want to, you know, be able to keep up with their kids. And you don't just give them random exercises to make them work hard. We strategically pick exercises um, that will get them to their goals faster and so that the hard work that they put in pays off. So that was something that I learned in the gym was, was hard strategic work pays off. So I think that's an important like asterisk that isn't mentioned enough that needs to be further addressed. The third major lesson that I was looking towards is that patience is key. Now, I think we hear this a lot, and I think when we say, the problem with this one is, is that when people say patience, there's normally not like, you know, if you wait exactly six months, you'll get the thing you wanna see, right? 
and life doesn't really work that way. I wish it did. I wish I could have, you know, you, you could say like if you're going through a hard time that you could be like, don't worry, and exactly, you know, eight months, three weeks, and two days, like you're going to feel way better. Um, the truth is, is that the hard part about patience is that the end date is undisclosed. And that's kind of true for strength training as well, at least in the long term. You can see some immediate results for sure, and a lot of my clients will see really good results within like the three to six months that we work together. And if they, in the for the ones that go beyond, they'll see even more. But for those really large goals, kind of an example for myself was that like 500 pound deadlift. Maybe I had a theory on how long it would last, but I definitely didn't think the answer was four and a half years. And it required a lot of patience to get to that goal. I think that was really the hardest part of it was just. It required a lot of work, it required a lot of strategic thinking, but it was it worth in the end? Absolutely. And I have like this great journey now that I got to share with people and it was super fulfilling and I learned a lot about myself in the process. So it was definitely worth it. But I think patience is key, it also translates into real life. I think there's a lot of us have a lot of goals, maybe that's family, kids, career, like you name it, like looking for something that fulfills you. And I think the hard part about that is, is that you don't know if that's going to happen in a year or five years or 10 years. or, And I think that can be really tough mentally is that because there's no undisclosed date, you don't know if you should keep going or if you're on the wrong path. And I think kind of what I learned from strength training is that your goal is important to know what path you should be on. And really great results happen to people who play the long game and the long game can be months the long game can be years depending on how large your goal is for me it was four and a half years um that's how long it took me to kind of get my deadlift goal and learning through that process now i kind of look at like the other goals in my life and i'm kind of like all right well if i don't give it at least four and a half years like what you know i've learned to have that amount of patience or learn to realize that great things can come, but they don't come immediately, and that's okay. And what was important about the strength training journey as well is that I think we hear patience is key, but when we haven't had an ending to any of these processes in our life, it's kind of just this thing that's said that has like no official meaning. Because I learned patience is key in the weight room when I was focusing on other goals, like building my business, or like you know, kind of spreading the message that I'm trying to right now, I learned that patience was key in the gym through the deadlift process, and now I know that patience is key kind of in my life. And I think that was really important as well, especially at the beginning of kind of this like um, business route that I went is that I didn't have a client for six months. I was just a business with no clients. So, and I think that required a real level of patience for, and for the longest time, I didn't have too many clients, which is common for a new business, but, um, if I didn't learn patience is key in the weight room, like would I have waited that six months for that first client or would I, would I have hit five months and been like, uh, you know what, forget it. I don't know. I don't think I would have been as comfortable with waiting. That's for sure. I think that would have been a lot harder. And again, I learned that in the weight room. I didn't come from school. I didn't come from, you know, other people in my life. Like that really did come from, you know, training for a very high goal of mine and then achieving that goal. And then now I realize the other things that I want to achieve in my life are coming from patience and it's going to be a long time and that's okay. And that's not, not even saying that as a bad thing, like just good things that come to people tend to take a long time. 
The other thing I want to focus on is that there will be times, this is the fourth lesson, that there will be times that suck and that's okay. And I think that's important as well is that like, especially in the strength journey, when I was going for some of my larger goals is they were not linear in a sense where like every month I would add five pounds to my deadlift or anything along those lines. You know, at the beginning, probably the first year and a half, I saw pretty steady results. And then I probably had, I want to say a year and a half, two or two years of pretty stagnant results. I'm being totally honest. Um, and then I had about a year, year and a half of pretty good results, but it was not linear in any sense. And I looked at the time I was super, super frustrated because I was doing all this hard work for no effort for no results, I should say. But now I look at that as like, that was just part of the process. And sometimes there just are parts of the process in life that suck and they're not fun and they don't have an immediate reward. And sometimes you're wondering like, should I really be going through all of this? Or it can be very tough emotionally or mentally, or if anybody is, you know, has gone through a mental illness and it's, you know, there are just times where it's tough and there's not really a good reason for it. And when I learned in the weight room, was that times are tough and that can be okay. And you can actually grow from those tough times and appreciate the good times even more. So that when I did hit my goals and things got better, it was just that much more satisfying. And that was something that I learned in the weight room again. That didn't come from school. That didn't come from uh, family or like any other kind of aspect. That was very much like learned in the weight room through the process of lifting weights. The fifth lesson is that you don't have to go through things alone. I think this is really, really valuable, actually, because I think for a lot of people who have like emotional problems or psychological problems or, you know, in my case, who had like chronic depression and things like that, I think there's always a belief that you have to do things alone and or it feels like you're alone or that no one cares. And I think that can be very, very challenging. What I'll say is that when I, you know, I tried to do lifting alone and you know, the time that I wasn't seeing results was when I did it alone. I didn't have the accountability. I didn't have the support. I wasn't seeing the results I wanted to see. And training was extremely stagnant. For the times that I did have a coach and, you know, I had, I've had two major coaches in my life, one for two and a half years and one for, we're getting close to two-ish now. And those have been genuine game changers to my life. Um, they helped the process and it was because I had that accountability that support someone to like kind of be in my circle to help through the process and That's really true in life as well like even for the people who run a business of one or for the people who are You know, they have a mental illness like myself and they're trying to overcome it having someone who's got your back goes a really long way and there should be no fear in asking for help and asking for help will help out the process greatly. And that can be tough to understand, especially in the moment. And it did for me as well, because a lot of the times I definitely did feel like I was alone or like no one cared or, you know, I'm in this adventure solo and the adventure was no fun. But it was only when I've like reached out for help in a variety of ways that things made it a lot easier and I think, again, learn that through the weight room, you know, had a coach, saw results, didn't have a coach, didn't see results. Um, that's been true for my own mental illness as well. 
Um, I was very nervous originally about, you know, kind of telling my audience or talking about it on the podcast. Um, and then when I did, the support was overwhelming. For anybody who's, like, kind of worried about, like, letting people know about their, like, confidence or anxiety or things like that, um, this is my anecdotal experience for sure. But when I told people, not only were they very supportive, it also gave them a voice to uh, or a place to tell other people themselves. They saw someone else do it. And so it gave them the space to be like, well, now I can share my story as well. And that's what I saw too, is that like I kind of shared my story a little bit more in my podcast episode, um, How Strength Training Helped My Depression. And when I did that, I noticed that my other friends also kind of came out and shared their stories. And I think that's good because I think it destigmatizes it. And also you can all be in support with each other. And it builds this like, like kind of the support system, which, and it's been great. And um, ever since I did that, I was really, really nervous about doing that originally. And I love that I made that choice now. And, you know, this comes back to the fifth lesson in strength training where, yeah, you don't have to do things alone. I had a coach then. I had someone to talk to and, you know, guide through the process. And same for things in life where realistically when I, you know, started a business, when I was trying a new thing, when I had a new idea that I was going towards, um, having support and accountability just drastically made a difference. And it's extremely underrated. And it was something I learned in strength training. So I think a lot of the times that when I talked about strength training genuinely changed my life, I hope that this was a good episode to create a comparison on like how I learned it in the gym and where it got me into my life now. So I'll kind of go over the five lessons just as like a recap. First one is the goals you make in your life are important and should be yours. That is the first lesson. Second is hard strategic work pays off. Third one is that patience is key. Fourth one is that there will be times that suck and that's okay. And fifth one is you don't have to do things alone. This has been a really good podcast for myself, or I, I very much enjoyed sharing this one as well. Because I think I talk a lot about, you know, you know, strength training, you know, builds confidence in and out of the gym. It's a thing I say very often. And these are main things as to why that is the case. That is much more than lifting heavy weights um, and then going through the process and having the accountability and support um, has been game-changing for me. And these are kind of the main reasons why. I would love to know um, your process of strength training, what you learned, and how it changed your life in the future. Um, but otherwise, thanks for watching another episode of Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. Thanks again for listening to an episode of Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. I really do appreciate it. Um, if you're a woman who is looking to get strong and feel confident and you want to focus on training, that is not about appearance or weight loss or thinking you have to look a certain way. Um, I highly encourage you to use the link in the description of this episode to apply to the Badass Lifter program. That's what the program's about. It's not about being a certain weight. It's not about looking a certain way. It's about you know building your confidence from within on what your body is able to do as opposed to what it's supposed to look like. Link is in the description of the podcast episode. I just wanted to say thanks again for watching and have a great day.